Welcome to Vintage Burn, this is Kev. I forgot how to do this, Marco. <laughs> and Doug. <laughs> uh, when is it, when's the last time the three of us were in a room together? When we, we uh, together. When was the last Olympics? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last Eclipse? Uh... Well, it's been a while, and uh, yeah, the three of us together, we've, we've done a bunch of podcasting, uh, thankfully. But we've been doing things separately, and we we do also have Jay, who's been helping us out. So, you know, we're gonna there's gonna be a, quite a mix up. Marco loves doing metal, so him and I are gonna do stuff. Doug and I are gonna do stuff, and then sometimes we'll have Jay on to do stuff as well with us. So, Doctor Jay, as you guys have heard in the past, um, but yeah, it's good to have the three amigos, the original three, uh, together to do this. So, turn it over to you, Doug. I just want to quick say a quick thing. I do enjoy how we kind of. I know a lot of podcasts, if one person out there, they won't do it, you know, but I like how we kind of, like you said, you do your metal thing or Jay joins us for a podcast or I'm not around and you guys do a cast. Like, I think that's half the beauty, you know, Yep. especially for anyone who may listen. You know, I feel like um, it kind of gives different opportunities to check out different opinions and. Plus, Dr. J is uh is always a fun is always a blast to have on. Yeah, and it's good because Agreed. I think we all do we all go to different shows, we all have different experiences, uh, and we all like to do different movies. So I think that's the best part of it. And for you guys out there uh, in the world, I think it's awesome. We can say not just in the U.S. but um, throughout the world, you're all listening for whatever reason. So you're 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 attracting to certain podcasts and thank you for listening and giving us an opportunity to do this because it's very cool it's awesome to know that this is going to go beyond us and when we're not doing this there are still downloads uh every month for episodes that are i don't know years ago and that's awesome which is kind of wild <laughs> to think about we've been doing this what four years or five years yeah, this, now? Is, this is four or five i years. think it's season four five. it might be season five it I might be going on five we might be on season five already yeah, yeah which is crazy so this might about. be season six next year isn't All that right. insane can i get emotional for a minute yeah it's in the blood <laughs> let's get it started <laughs> All right, so I'm actually super stoked to be doing this one because I don't get the chance to do... Uh, we all have different opinions of movies and different like things we go for. One I've always been a fan of, and you guys know, anyone who listens, I love like cheesy, I love um, comedy, or so bad it's funny type thing. So this is a rare occurrence that we get to do this on the cast because normally it's like something that's like well-reviewed. The Conjuring. Or, or, the Conjuring, or, whatever, you know... Uh, whatever. Or, or very influential, like My Bloody Valentine. So... We are very happy to bring you 1988's Hack O Lantern. <laughs> Running, or actually, also known as, this is one of those weird ones, kind of like Dead Alive, that has like other um, uh, titles. So there's Satan, or Halloween Night, The Damning, Death Mask, and my favorite, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. So, I already yeah. would have preferred because he is the best character in this. Grandpa, agreed. I'm gonna kill my son-in-law and try to bang my entire family. That's my favorite title for the original movie. Or my favorite line from Grandpa is, "We don't take so kind of trespassing, sir." Got your pick of the patch. Pick of the patch. It almost sounds like Doc Holliday from Tombstone. Can we just point out his only other claim to fame, or there might be more, but his most well-known Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah, that's it. At the bar, right? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yep. 
That's that's uh, probably his most famous role for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I'm sure he's been another thing. This, he, this was probably his least uh, best performance. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, don't, I thought he was actually good in it. Really? I liked it. it. Oh yeah, it, I thought he was good. I like he played like a. Wait, seriously? Yeah, I thought he was funny. <laughs> I think he, he <laughs> fit the mold. You, you, he fit the mold. Let you me know? ask you guys a question. I've seen this. This is probably my fourth time watching it for this podcast. Yes. Oh, you've watched it four times. I've this watched year, it three. So. This is your first time ever. Yeah. And you said you've seen it in the past and rewatched it twice. I've seen it once in the past and I've rewatched it twice. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So after the first watch, after you're just so like, what the fuck is going on? You're like, wow, this dude, he, it's like such a weird, you don't know how to feel. Like every, after the scene ends with him, you're like, what the fuck did he just say? Like, that was creepy. Like, it's weird. But all right, we'll, we'll get into all yeah, this. Yeah, we'll get into that. Maybe know. it's going to be a longer cast than I thought. All right. So running 127 minutes of pure cheese, uh, it ranking in at a surprising 4.6. <laughs> On the IMDb and 41% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> that is a surprise. Um, but we'll get to that too. I think I think I know why. I don't say it's a high ranking, but a higher. Like some of these movies, you see 1.2, 2.3 is like. It really should so, not have received that score. Well, no, I'll, and I'll tell you why at the end, why I think anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, so the synopsis on IMDb, which I'm going to read you too. This one here, a kindly, and I say kindly in um, exclamation points. A kindly old grandfather turns out to be a murderous satanic cult leader, which sacrifices the victims on Halloween. And like I say, kindly because uh, <laughs> you never you never get that impression. Only that he's like fucking just a dirtbag. Mm-hmm. So the, another one I found. Well, he does give Tommy a pumpkin and a weird skeleton. Then gives you a pick of the page. Yeah. and then hugs him <laughs> way too long. I don't know, man. Like it's true too. So a young man under the influence of his evil grandfather can only achieve manhood, <laughs> not even Satan like status. Manhood. manhood. Through a Halloween night murder. Um, so, before we go on, um, 5.5 million at the box office. Which, I heard this might have been straight to video back then, but I could not prove that. Well, they probably put it like a like small run in small theaters, like, say, in like New York City back in the day. Where they had those little theaters that would play, like, double features. Or oh. maybe it was a drive You mean jizz booths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> but, next to the jizz booths, yeah. But from the artwork, too. So, back in the day when you actually had to drive by a theater and you saw the if they had that out front. Mm-hmm. Uh, for advertisement, uh, it, it's not a terrible um uh cover, like not a it's not a terrible poster for artwork. It's very eighties too, which I love. But it's totally eighties. Yeah, it fits the time for sure. It fits the time, so people were probably like, "This could be good." Mm-hmm. Um, so director uh, Jag Mun- Mundra is that mm-hmm. how you pronounce it? Jag Mundra, yeah. Jag Mundra. So. <laughs> He had a, a slasher type film a year before in '87 that came out called Open House, and people say this is the more well reviewed one, more well well reviewed. So that one it gets it gets even worse if you want to go oh. to his first uh, okay. like slasher. That's interesting. Uh, and then he went on to do a bunch of skin skin uh, skinamax type movies, not like softcore porn after this. We'll yeah. About too. <laughs> um, and then it says here in my notes, we'll do research and we'll get back to you on that skinamax. <laughs> it's all side side boob and bush. Like, yeah, you know he's already but downloaded half those movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like some of Marco list. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Um, so, uh, so Hyde Park, yeah, he was also in Vamp. Um, Hyde Park, you going to Boston? Hyde Pike? Hyde Pike. Oh, Hyde Park. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, Blade Runner, like we've talked about, Dolomite and. Uh, oh, he's in Dolomite. See, that's a famous movie, too. And then he always played like a manic and a borderline cuckoo. Yeah, I could, I could see that. And then in my notes here, it says, he does not look good as a moth gall, a moth gall, a goth, moth goth, 
And um, his voice is weird and cool, but he should have kept the weird walrus mask on throughout the movie mm. instead of the weird Agreed. eyeliner and trespasses on taking cotton around here. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's like a cowboy, but not. Like, mm. He does not look good with mascara. He, but, his his voice reminded me of the uh, weird nipple guy in um, uh, uh, Waterboy. <laughs> you know, I, I think that's that, what he was trying to achieve. I got water, that was, the guy in Waterboy, he was totally playing off of that. Probably, like, yeah, I'm gonna be that like, dude yeah. from that '80s horror movie that nobody likes. <laughs> because I'm like immediately, I'm like, that's, that's so a one. dude from Waterboy. I was like, what the fuck? He was also in Joe Dirt too, right? Almost the same character. Almost the same character. Almost you know, naked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Home, I, I get it. You want to see almost naked? Yeah. Oh, almost will you make it? <laughs> um. All right, we, we digress. So, yeah, uh, he didn't do a ton of horror after this. Um, there's another one that was, like, half horror, and then, like I said, the rest was all skin-mocked, skin and side boob. Yeah, he just took whatever jobs he can get, baby. Honestly, yeah. Um, and so some of the other actors... Um, I mean, it doesn't matter. No, a lot I of... Agree. <laughs> I agree. No, I agree with There was one that went on to... and I don't even fucking think I wrote it down, because I didn't think it was that... Uh, yeah, like, uh, one of the other girls did, like... Um, what was that one with uh, Lene Quigley? Um... Slimorama. 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 Fuck. Oh, you know what? It's on the third page. <laughs> um, so the mom, Katrina Gardner, was in Cannibal Hookers, which I just asked you for. Couldn't find it. Um, she was pretty. <laughs> the mom was pretty. Honestly, throughout the after watching it a few times, I realized she's actually the babe in the movie. Yeah, she is. She's very attractive. There's something about like a, a bigger blonde woman who's mm. like loves her family. Like she's like theirs. Through thick and thin, like yeah. that's that's attracted me. Like when I was a kid, it would have been one of like the younger girls. Her non-stop incessant crying killed me up there, but it, it happens. <laughs> yeah, but I just mean as an actress, like no, she's, she's did, actually she like, okay. you know, yeah. she's she very okay. she wasn't overdone. She's very like uh like the mom next door type of mm-hmm. the, that er- that era. Agree. Um. All right, so let's talk about the opening sequence where it's just kind of like black with the with like the words coming up, black screen, orange letters, kind of very. You know, a quintessential horror slasher for the time. Um, this is where we were talking about music earlier. So it's got this like creepy '80s vibe with the music. Yeah, it's like kind of like stuff. it's like a church synth, mm-hmm. and then. Mm-hmm. Why do you do you know why after watching this after four times it finally fucking set? And do you know why that creeps me out? Why? Maybe, Kevin. Do you know? Christ will come again. Oh, okay. I can oh, see that. So that's probably what it is. Maybe so it's this it weird, like, I think because it's, you know, they, they've taken that. Remember, like, in all the, like, Conjuring movies, like, three, yeah. one, two, three means, you know, macking, yeah. like, mocking, like, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So I, yeah. I feel like they kind of took that and kind of like. Okay. You know what? I didn't catch that, but now that you say it. And I hear the chime, yeah, I hear the jingle. And then they had like a bit of synth, and then so I'm like, I'm like, why is this like, it's good. I'm like, because I sit like, fucking when I used to work at like a power plant that was very empty and acoustic, I would just, yeah. three in the morning, just, Christ will come again. Yeah. So like, it, once it hit, I'm like, oh, that's why it has that creepy organs, and then like, reminds me of church, and just that, that guilt feeling, like, mm-hmm. I don't know when you're a kid, but. Yeah, yeah. That, that's one thing I won't complain about is the score. I thought the score in general was pretty good in this movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I couldn't find the Especially for there. like a B movie. Like, I thought it was really good. The only songs that really bothered me were like, like the hair metal ones that like the, uh, the, the band at the party was playing, stuff oh, like dude. that. And can we just talk about that for one second? What, the party? The Well, the party, and, yeah, that's a whole other... The dream sequence? No, the no, dream no sequence. that song rules. 
I really? love. You, guys, you actually like it? Oh yeah, oh, that song has such a good riff. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's because watching. It's probably because of watching the actor Tommy play in it with his fake guitar. That was just <laughs> bad, dude. That was terrible. Yeah. Oh man. So, yeah. So so yeah. So he was. He's basically the. Uh, it's his fantasy, but he's not the singer, which usually you're the singer in the fantasy, right? But if you're the guitar player, I feel like uh, you should be the lead at least. Yeah, <laughs> but he's like the rhythm player. He's like, just he's there like in the, the background. background. There are enough of them. We don't. There's enough guitar players I'm there. He's not like the bassist, just because no one gives a shit about. Yeah, the I mean, he was. He was definitely like you know. He was. Uh, he was Yannick from Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> he was just there, you know. <laughs> I mean, so D- DC Lacroix. Yeah, that's the band. It's the band, yeah. And I don't know, they're kind of like, I don't know where they came from or where they went. But, I couldn't uh, find it except for the video on YouTube for that one song, yeah. Devil Sun. But it's funny, like, I know you don't love Savage Master, and I've showed you them, and then you showed me Ch- Chastity or whatever it is. You're like, oh, you Chastain. like Chastain. Yeah, Chastain. So if you listen to that song, you listen. I'll put on a song later for you guys from Savage Master, and I was joking around with Liz. Um, like I'm like I can't wait to see on Judge Judy like DC Lacroix versus Savage Master, mm. just because her Savage Master's voice, you know, this is like more modern, like 2000 plus. So, um, like her voice and some of those riffs, I'm like, dude, th- she basically just went down, found this little rabbit hole. I can do this with my voice, and then kind of like yeah. capitalized on it. I would say, uh, I mean, check out those bands. So side note. You know, check out this 80s band, Chastain. Really, really good female-fronted metal band. Music is unbelievable. Uh, I forget the guitar player's name, but his name is... I think it's David Chastain. I could be wrong, but last name's Chastain. It's really his band, kind of like the Dofka movement in the 80s in Philadelphia area. Uh, really, really good band. Then you were talking about... What is it? Savage? Savage Master. Savage Master. I'll drop um, some of these links, too. But DC LaCroix, we're just mentioning this because, you know, if you like the music in... This movie, DC LaCroix, there's a similar vibe. Chastain's around the same time as this band, DC LaCroix. And then Savage Master's newer. But you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you realize who Tommy is? You know, I, I couldn't put it together because I wasn't thinking about it. Uh, like, old Tommy, right, obviously? Uh, older, you mean like... Yeah, like, like 45-year-old Tommy? Yes. The one that's supposed to be 21, but he's 45? Yeah. So, he's 32 in the film. He's 32, but he's supposed to be like... No what? Way. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I did the math. It's 32 LOL. I have it in my head. I know. Wait, how old is he in the original scene? Isn't he like eight years old? He's supposed to be like eight. So he's that, that Isn't Tommy it like we 13 see, years later? It's 13 years later. And but figure they he's maybe eight or nine. Wrong dude to try to play 20 something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's supposed to be in his 20s, I thought. Early, yes. Like early 20s. Early yeah, 20s. yeah, 22. Like early and 20s. And he doesn't yeah. even, he's 32 in real life at this point. Oh, in real look, life he's 32. Oh, no, I apologize. That's so, where I misunderstood. So, yeah, the yeah, actor yeah. playing the 20-something-year-old is actually 32. But he looks time. like he's 42. But he looks like he's 42. Yeah, right, it's right, It's, like, right. even worse. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't even line up. Yeah. I mean, I'm older than him, like, by 12 years when he did the movie, and I feel like I look younger if they I hired, see they, wanted, they, they had a 22-year-old character, and they hired a 40 a dude that looks yeah. 42. That's yeah. just the way things were done. And that's a rough 32, too. That's a rough 32. Like, I remember, I forget what I think it was like um, Dream Warriors, um, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, and like I, forget, like, I think it's like the mother, and she comes in, I'm like, holy fuck, that's like a really rough, that's supposed to be like mm-hmm. in her mid-30s, that's a really mo- rough mid-30s. I like, think people just age different back then. I think so, too. You know, you look at they some do, people when they come say, on, like, man. you know, these are the guys casting, at least... Pick the goddamn right people and, to cast. For it's these not like roles. he was like a popular actor. Like he was a no name then. So do you know who he? I'm trying to think. Yeah. Can't place it. Dude, Max, Dad, 
on its own. He always is sunny. Max. Yeah. 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 Oh, the eye. Yeah. He's got the beard and, the, and always, it's always sunny. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Dude, oh, the eyes. The eyes wow. not that strong. That is Max Dad. That's Max Dad. That I'm like, is so cool. I'm like, I'm like, Marco's <laughs> gonna love this. I'm like, does he know? Does he know? I did not even know. No, yeah, I didn't realize. But yeah, I can He's, see it now. Totally. Yeah, Gregory Cummings, Max oh, Dad and Sonny. Awesome. He was in Cliffhangers and the Italian Job, and then he was in like a ton of just B movies. And, like, yeah. Cameo yeah. shit. Wow, that is Max. But yeah, Max Dad. So that's the other. I'm like, I think I have in my notes somewhere that like. That's good. That's good. So, but yeah, um, he's he's the product of incest. The uh, the the grandfather rapes the mother, and then they <laughs> ruin the whole movie. They Cameron. have him. Well, I mean, it kind of tells you right in the beginning. I didn't pretty, ruin anything. Pretty, it's yeah. pretty close. Well, to the we beginning. skipped it though. Tommy. So so like you know, pick a patch. Uh, yeah, we got we got <laughs> mom's patch. We got the only thing the grandpa's done nice is grandpa gives his his grandson a pumpkin, a, a pumpkin. every year, every year, every year. Okay, every year. Yeah. he also gives him a present, which is this amulet that goes around his neck. All right, and then and then we go randomly. All of a sudden, he's like you know. 27 years old or however old he is. And he's very angry. And he's very angry. He has no job. He's a modern millennial. Yeah. He's angry. He lives in like like this empty basement with a twin bed. He has no job. Couple posters. He has no job. We're not sure what he actually does with his life except... He 100% wants to be Rambo, but he's not Rambo. Yeah. Okay? He well, definitely, they wanted him to be a Stallone-type character, but he is not fucking Stallone at this yeah, point. Yeah. Uh, he gets good as Max's dad, though, but I get that. Yeah. yeah. I get you. Yeah. And, then, and then he basically somehow, at this point, is now drawn to... No. he no, Oh, we forgot. He, he what, what makes him turn angry is he sees his father who goes to confront the grandfather about the pumpkin when he's a child like how dare you give my son a pumpkin uh and a knife to carve his pumpkin and he cuts his hand carving the pumpkin the knife and then the grandfather kills the father because he sh- he because he goes to confront the grandfather uh apparently this is the first time they've ever had like a, an altercation randomly which i find that hard to believe it, but he walked in on his like you know satanic ritual. Though. But that's the first time like yeah. randomly and, like this. We're but supposed but it, to believe- you know what it is is like though the town and everybody seems to be accepting of the fact that he's a satanist. Yeah, like they like, know like, everybody knows. Oh, grandpa! So he's he walked wacky, in and he's, he's like, like satanist. How you know? dare you grandpa. walk in? How dare you walk in in our ritual? Whatever the character's name, Tommy's dad. And then, so they kill yeah, the dad, and Tommy's <laughs> a little boy looks out his window or wherever he was and sees the dad's car on fire and knows that. Little blonde boy, by the way. Daddy. Yeah, has... which is weird. Too. By the way, he was creepy. That kid I was going to say, creepy looking actor. The kid is creepier than High Park or High Pike, Pike. Yeah, and Pike. all of them combined. Like, that little kid was like. Now, who did he grow up to be? Is that Leo? <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked into it. I don't know if he ever did anything after this. Good. I, well, but, I mean, no. sadly, I, I can believe that he didn't do anything Look, after this. I'll put it this way. I don't think a lot of budget was spent him... on the actors, but I think High Pike, he did overact, but I thought it fit the movie. That's all. all. I just thought it fit the movie. I thought Tommy's actually a good actor, but maybe miscast. Yeah. And I thought the mother was pretty good, but then everybody else is terrible. It's the truth. Right, terrible. So most of them, most of them never did another movie besides this. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think the... Um, no surprise. Like, Vera did, like, a couple other, like, horror slashes, like, a pretty girl in the movies, but mm-hmm. other than that, like, no one, ha- like, went on to have big careers except for, I, I want to say Tommy and obviously, uh, yeah. But, uh, let me let me see if the creepy boy, I'll look it up after if the creepy boy... But I want to talk about, like, when he, uh, so after it, it shows the flashback rape scene where the, the grandfather rapes the mom and 
On the wedding? Yeah, and I think that's the first boobs in the movie. There's a lot of boobs. I should have done a boob count. How many boobs? I did the kill count. There's got to be like one. 18 boobs in it, at least. No, I think... Um... What happens first? I think, doesn't she, the bubble bath scene happen first? Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And she puts the robe on full of bubbles, but then they flash back and she's completely dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which drives me crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, are we talking about the scene where the best friend goes, I'm going to go play a prank on my oh, best friend. Oh, the fake spider, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's totally that's natural, right? That totally happened. Were the 80s that much different? I know, like, well, you might remember. We're, we were... I was too young, though. I mean, like, I, I wasn't of the teenage years, you know? Like, I mean, we were barely, like, five before yeah. 1990. I mean, so. I was, like... 11 in 1990, but I still was my young... It's not like I was going out or playing yeah, pranks like that, you know? So from, like, five on, like, you should have... I don't know. It's my best well, I got a decent more. memory, but I'm not, like, a bad age where I would put a spider... I would never think to do a spider right. prank or anything like that. That's well, all I'm saying. If there's boobies involved. If know. I was a little older, I might have pulled that spider prank. <laughs> Is my friend upstairs? I just wanted to go upstairs while she's taking a bath and put a fake spider where her soap should be. Yeah. Yeah, that was... <laughs> no, no, it's, it's got some weird scenes, but, like, it leads into the whole, uh, she gets the flashback, she goes to check up on Tommy, and it's like, you can't live like this, and she's banging on the door, he's like, leave me alone, Mom! Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then he puts on his headphones, which leads to the best scene of the movie. And he passes out. And passes out. We, we already touched upon it, but he has the fantasy of being in the band. And oh. the fucking song rules, man. I love that okay. song, and th that's literally the only reason I chose this movie, because... I just watched a review on it. I will make sure that when I upload this, that I have the video separately yeah. from the trailer. Yeah. So you have to watch. You have to watch the. Uh, there's a YouTube video specifically for DC uh, Lacroix that you can watch the video. So I'll upload both the trailer and that. And the actual video. There's actually three videos we need to upload. Three. The trailer. Yeah. The video, which isn't super interesting, but then the video from the movie, like yeah, the actual that's the dream. One, yeah. We want the fever dream from the movie. Oh, mm -hmm. the fever dream. Okay. Yeah, because there's actually a good video on YouTube of just the fever dream. Yeah, it's a weird scene though. It's like he's got like he's he's the guitar players we've touched upon, but then like some like I don't know. I'd like to say voodoo woman. <laughs> like yeah, this like she yes. has something like Star like just the ears, and then she's like dancing along and he's playing, and he's jamming <laughs> as the 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 rhythm player. And the singer's all into it. The rest of the band's really good. She's kind of a babe, too. She is a babe. I think it's like just the 80s, like, she had nice teeth and good hair. Like, yeah. that's all you need in the 80s. But then she shoots, like, a laser at the symbol, and it turns into, like, a skull voodoo Oh, like skull a voodoo, thing. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, all of a sudden, she has a pitchfork. She knocks down Tommy, and she puts the pitchfork in his, his neck. Pitchfork, I'm sorry. And tears it off. And then he wakes up. Yeah, you'd never be able to rip a... I, I hate to say it, and this is, like, the least... But it's a dream, though. It's a dream, yeah. yeah. So you, you couldn't rip you a head. You couldn't rip... You couldn't rip someone's head off the trident. You could stab the shit out of it. Oh, take yeah, a lot yeah, more, yeah. but but did you know she had like a like a I know she had like a red dot on her head. Mm. And like whenever there was any type of weird transfer of power, there'd be like a red dot. That yeah. Like, so yeah, like yeah, maybe yeah. it was like was that Grandpa infiltrating his dreams? Maybe. You know? Oh, like, you're, now you're getting deep. I don't yeah, think this movie goes that. Deep. I don't think so either. But there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> I have another thing too after that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this, this, and this. I'm like, no, I can't. There's no way this. There's no way it's that deep. Whoever wrote this is not deep. Um, no, 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 no. I mean, no, it, no. it's definitely like very sketchy plot. Like, there's not a lot. Yeah. You know, it's not like a, the best story ever told or anything. No, but I. And once again, we'll we'll get to that. But. but I just love that scene. I just needed to talk about that scene in detail. And honestly, like the movie for me, like peaks at that moment. I still enjoy it. I'll be honest. I did enjoy the movie overall. But like, what, what's like another notable scene? Like, we don't have to go through the whole movie, but I think we should like, you know, what's like. There's got to be one well, scene. Well, no, I like, think I think that, I think what's like really good cheesy terrible horror is when 
the boyfriend, the, the sister's boyfriend's running through the cemetery in midday and like trips and falls. Falls like a hole. Into a hole. <laughs> like you're running through the cemetery. It's midday. There's no reason that. for you to not see that coming. <laughs> trips and falls in this giant hole. Obviously gets killed by the killer that we don't know who it is yet. Um, Did but, you peg it though? But Did then, you peg it early? What do you mean? The who the killer was? No, man. See, I, had, yeah. I, I, I am. Well, I you think it was a different killer the whole time? Huh? I thought there was different killers. See, I thought there was two. I thought, yeah. I thought, honestly, first, I thought... But I, was, I, I got one of them right, though. This was all based around Tommy. I mm -hmm. thought it was obvious. I was like, oh, this is Tommy. Mm. Clearly, it's Tommy. Well, yeah. the first one, I mean, I thought... Sorry, go ahead. But anyway, so he falls in the hole. He gets killed. He gets buried, right? And then later on, we find out, like, the brother... Uh, one of the other brothers who's now a police officer. Sexy Roger. Come, sexy worst Roger, actor in the movie, in my opinion. Comes back. In, worst actor in the movie. Ends yeah. up having Roger. sex. He did nothing after. Yeah. After being, even being a stud, a stud, like, blonde actor. Hor horrible actor. He went on to do, That's like, why nothing. nothing. He's terrible. Nothing after this. He comes back to the cemetery and has sex on top of this uh, freshly dug grave. Your hand is cold. Yeah, and it's the it's the it's the hand of obviously of the boyfriend um, from that, from the sister. And I love how he fell into like a, a four foot hole, but but he's like on the surface and his hands yeah. popping through. So like, I was on the mound above when it was. A but four yeah, foot yeah hole, so like, like so you're six feet down. Like skeletons. And yeah, stuff. that's how bad it was though. I'm like they couldn't even at least at least just bury the guy and not even have the hand. I get yeah. the fact of like that was supposed to be a funny kind of like oh your hand you're cold. And then they go back, right? The sisters go back, and first of all, like, hey, I wanted to show you where I banged your brother on top of yeah. this dirt mound. <laughs> Once again, other with the eighties, just that fucking weird. But it, yeah, and then she pulls the uh. hand. And it's like, wait, so he falls in the hole, gets killed, and they bury him, and he's he's like one foot underneath the rubble all of a sudden, like, yeah, he's so not even. Who, he's like did he person. help himself <laughs> dig the grave? Did he did he dig himself up into the grave? I don't know. I'm surprised yeah. his boner so didn't infiltrate the, uh, the, the chick below him. It was bad. Yeah. Did you guys catch that when they're... So this, I have two quick things. Do you remember where they're, like, the, the weird liquor store scene where you have Tommy's girlfriend goes in and buys a bunch of stuff? Mm -hmm. Which has the tattoo on her ass. Yeah, she's and like, wow. So there's, like, <laughs> her buying the stuff and, like, they pan over to a bunch of people talking about, like, oh, that's... What does she have that I don't? Like, she's yeah. got oh. a tattoo on her yeah. butt. Her, she's into weird stuff. Like, yeah. So she... <laughs> the lady says... <laughs> uh, the total for her, her, her order was 40 bucks. So she gives her whatever, one bill. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, here's your change, $15. So if you do the math, mm -hmm. she would have given her a $55 bill. Like, the math, like, I'm just, I'm sitting there, I'm like, it took me, like, two days to figure out that, too. Yeah, yeah, But then, all right. You're overthinking, man. <laughs> but then, all right. They were definitely underthinking yeah. Yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then, the so details. she had that, that tattoo on, on her left butt cheek, right? Yeah. That you saw when she was putting her mm -hmm. stuff in the car. Yeah. And the, the, went up. the kid talked about right before. Yes, yeah. yeah. But also, yeah. and once again, I think I'm reading into this too much. Um, there's a scene later on in the movie where, um, the, the sacrifice getting branded. It's the same thing on the same side, the mm -hmm. same. So was that, I, I'm just, is there something there or am I just thinking it? No, cause that's obviously a tattoo. It's not a branding. I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe, like, maybe like, that's like the marking where they have to do it. If she eventually gets to the cult, I don't know. I it, but no it's idea. just so like, she has the tattoo on her body, but then that one gets branded in the same spot from the Right, cult. right. So it's like. Is it supposed to look like a brand? They just didn't have the budget. They didn't have Tom Savini to do the prosthetics. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, they definitely didn't have Savini. And another one, uh, the scenes. It's like the first major kill scene is uh, pretty much right after, where she, Tommy, gets yelled at by Grandpa to not hang out with uh, with heathens. He's like, normally I'd be telling you to. 
Squirrel brains oh, had it. Oh, squirrel brains yeah. out. Yeah, you know. Well, this one, Missy. I'm afraid she doesn't have any. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so they split up, and then you know. She goes home and she thinks Tommy's coming, and it's a guy dressed up. I think it's the first time you see the robe, isn't it? The robe with the the guy with the mask. Yes, the walrus, the walrus, the walrus mask or whatever. Yes, yeah, this right here. Yeah, the scene that's on the background, but um, as you can't see. But yeah, so he he she thinks it's Tommy playing a joke, and then she gets all naked again. Booby, more boobies. And uh, this movie had a lot of boobies, by the way, lots of boobies. That's like the probably the best uh, part. <laughs> between that, but between that, DC Lacroix. And then she kills. Uh, she uh, the dude kills her. All right. So do you do you think that was Grandpa in this scene? No. You think this is the mom? I thought it was the mom. You thought it was the mom. The I whole thought time. it was both of them. I thought the mom was conflicted the whole time because I feel like there's a scene where you can see her hair too. Well, here's the, the thing. thing. But so the whole point now. Spoiler alert here is. You know, we go through this entire movie. Tommy's he's uh, going through the trials and tribulations of wondering if he's going to be evil like his grandfather. We think he's obviously the killer that's dressed up like the demon. Uh, and then he's definitely the red herring. He's conflicted. Sure. He's conflicted because he's asked to kill the sister by the grandfather. And by the way, they don't really use names in this. It's just. That's my sister, sister, sister. Yeah. That's the, brother, brother. Hey, the brother. relationship, like they really pound that in your head. Like, what, what's the matter, mom? Is, is my older brother Tommy messing with you? Like, yeah, like, oh, I didn't know Tommy was your brother. I guess you gotta tell me twenty times. So they definitely pop because it's just really bad writing. So the writers like clearly needed to keep stating who the yeah, of course, yeah, the relationships. Uh, and then it gets to the point where Tommy's conflicted. Like, I gotta choose between grandpa and sister. He chooses a sister. Uh, in a ritual sacrifice, it comes down to, what are you going to do, Tommy? Are you going to be bad, or are you going to be good? Tommy takes the high road, saves the sister, but then what ends up happening is there's this, it goes, it jumps right to an altercation between Tommy and Grandpa, uh, where Tommy is forced to kill Grandpa, and then somehow before Grandpa dies, he, like, turns Roger, or whatever the, the brother's right, Roger. Roger. Or brother, we'll call him brother. Brother, he turns him by using the awful "I love you" sign because they don't know how to use the actual yeah. horns in this movie. They keep <laughs> using the "I love you" sign in sign language, so they mess up there massively throughout the whole movie. Um, so he touches his head with the "I love you" sign slash devil sign, and then Roger kills Tommy. But it's not Tommy. We find out that the masked devil is actually Mama. Mm-hmm. The reveal. Yeah. Which I had a feeling. Just because I always, like like I was saying before, she just seemed so conflicted. I feel like she was super overprotective of Tommy as well and her family. So anybody that messed with her family is who got directly killed. Yeah. Like the guy running, Tommy got into a fight with him. She didn't like the tramp that he was dating. She killed him. Killed her. I'm sorry. Right. Um, so that's kind of what my frame of thinking was. I'm like, you know, she's so emotional. You know she what? She loves this her was, son. This was very Friday the 13th. Of course, yeah. I mean, it's dude. This there's not a lot of originality in it. Yeah, very, you know, I do very. like the, the the mask though. That mask bomb. The mask is good. I love, I love the mask. Yeah. So good. you know what? Yeah. It's funny. I've seen it four times, and I just figured I never thought that it was mom, the mom the whole time. I thought it was yeah. like maybe like I thought the grandfather killed her, and then maybe Tommy might have killed Brian, the mm -hmm. girlfriend's brother. I'm sorry, the uh, the girlfriend's boyfriend. Right. And then at the end, she just I don't know. So I thought there was two killers though. I thought it was her and the grandfather working, but I didn't think like they, they liked each other. I think she was doing it in spite of him. Yeah, she you know, wanted to keep she, her family together, and right. he wanted but to. But she was doing it for Tommy. family. He's just killing to kill. 
You know what I mean? Sacrifice is sacrifice. So that's that's was my frame of thought. But I, I, I was surprised there's only one killer. I thought there was two, for sure. I so thought there was going to be the original Scream idea. To oh, the double. The two killers. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really specify, do they? Mm-hmm. Well, all right. So the reason why I said that the reason I think this got a 4.6 is basically the last 15 minutes of the movie. Imagine if this plot had a way better budget and less shitty acting. Oh, I think it might actually be like legit, yeah, you know. Absolutely. But that last, like, because yes. it, it kind of a lot of twists and turns, you know. No, which I agree. Is, is Add a little more to the story, but... a little more to the writing, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I think th- if this see, instead of redoing a franchise we've all seen a million times, yeah. remake bad movies and make them good. Remake really bad movies like this. Mm-hmm. I agree. These are the movies that I feel like Hollywood is missing out on. There's really good. They're like, you know what? There's something here. They could rewrite this script and make this a fucking killer slasher movie. Just no David Gordon Green, please. Well, he, it's, he's it now. It's he's in everything. He's attached to everything. I it's... don't want him to make any more movies. <laughs> who? David, the guy who did the Halloween. Gordon Green. Oh, and uh, he did the New Exorcist. I don't want him anymore. Yeah, I, I, I think this has potential to do. I think really, we should really make well. the movie. I know it could be. You just have to. <laughs> You know, if you you're right though, you had some really good actors. In yeah. The, let's be honest. Not just, just at least good actors. character actors. It doesn't have to be like the greatest cast in the but world. But a really good script. A really good script. A really good script. I think the ideas are there. I definitely do. I agree like, with you, Doug. I think the ideas are there. I, I don't even know if it's fully slasher. This would be slasher slash. Uh, uh, what would you possession? Because yeah, nobody's possessed. Yeah, though, no, right? Roger's possessed. Well, no, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, right. so it's like, but it's like a demonic. Forgot about the Roger part. You're, it, it's basically demonic slash. Uh, slasher. Yeah, yeah which, yeah. but like those are like anything demonic or like possession you never really or occult, see those like, two together. I mean, n- I could be wrong. There's probably th- people would say say like, no, you're wrong. There's this, this, this. but yeah, that sure combo, is, but that combo, like blood diner. That that combo is is hard to find, and I think there's something there, and they should they should redo this just like they should. Re- there's just so many bad movies that we could. They could redo. Yeah, but I agree with keep you. it, keep it eighties. Like, mm-hmm. would be cool is keep it retro. Yeah, keep it, keep, keep it eighties. Like the Might of Bloody Valentine. That's why I think the new one sucks so much. Was because like they, they made it two nineties. Two nineties, you know. I get it was the nineties. People are overnight like want to be. We're onto something that you know is going to happen. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like I in mean, ten years from now, the new thing is going to be we're taking the C movies and we're fine because they should. They're yeah. really sh- a bunch of shitty dude. Look at Maniac, right? Like I know it's classic. A lot of people think it's. But bring back Maniac and Maniac was it is it Maniac or Maniac Cop? I'm thinking two of different movies. I watched both. I mean they redid Maniac, but Not Maniac, Maniac Cop. Cop. Maniac, Maniac Cop's the one with Bruce Campbell. So Maniac did get remade. Oh, okay. It nice. got remade and it was uh, actually uh Frodo there, uh, Elijah Wood. Oh shit. He was like the maniac. And the movie was really bland. I actually watched that last week, as a matter of fact. Oh, okay. So the movie was really bland in my opinion, but it's shot really cool. It's actually shot in his perspective the whole time except for the last like minute. Wow. So like you don't really see him unless he's looking into a mirror or something. Wow. That's how you see him. It's it's actually shot well, but it's a very boring movie. He would be a creep too. Yeah. He would play. Oh, he's a good creep. I mean, remember him in uh, Sin City where he plays the the claw guy or whatever? Oh god, he's so good. And he rips people apart. He's Kevin. Kevin, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah, yeah. And he's sitting (laughs) on the tree with its long nails and all that. Yeah. Yeah, he, he does. He's, he's a good actor. I sucked the bow fingers. He sucked the meat from my bones. We don't have to go on about it. Yeah, we don't have to go on about Elijah Wood, but but I, I don't know. what Is he still around? I don't see him making he anything. Is. He is. Yeah. Well, he did a podcast for a while. Yeah. Um, I just don't see him in movies. Dude, he's, like, direct, I think he'd be he's, like he's directing and producing you know, like, shit. He's I, in the background now. Yeah. I think he's one of those... Uh, who's a dude from like Malcolm in the Middle? Where like they basically... like He was another one of those actors that was like... 
dude, I don't remember half the moves I made in, like, the 2000s. Like, mm-hmm. like, everything was, like, I don't, know if, I don't know if it was drugs from him, but I think he had, like, a mental something going on. He's, like, I, d- I think Elijah's made so much money, he doesn't really need to, so why? He's not worried about it. Like, Wilford, remember Wilford? Had two or three seasons, like, it was, like, him, like, he could, like, talk to his dog. But it was yeah. really fucking dark. Remember that one? It was on FX. Like, I couldn't even... Like, I've heard of it. I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't I remember know watching the first season, and just, like, I'm, like, dude, I'm so depressed. Like, this, like, it's funny, but it's just, like, super dark and depressing. Mm-hmm. But one other notable scene <clears throat> is when <laughs> Roger goes to talk to Tommy and he's just like pumping iron, getting ready for the big night. Because why wouldn't you want to look buff for your your satanic, you know, uh, ritual? And he's like, "I'm with you." And he's like pumping weights, and then and then he comes downstairs. He's kind of like busting. Of course, like I'm your brother. Blah blah blah. And then um, he's like, "Aren't you gonna do anything meaningful with your life?" And Tommy goes over to the closet. He's like, "I am doing something meaningful." It's just like. A bunch of, it's like, it looked like, like, multicolored pea jars with, like, like a crucifix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, yeah. of crucifix. Yeah. And, yeah. And but and he's like, oh, it's, I, I see why mom has such a problem with me hanging out with grandpa, you know? Like, and no one thinks anything of any of this, you know? And this right. is a scene where, like, Roger's talking to Tom. He's like, oh, you're, 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 you're at the party tonight? Like, looks like grandpa can't even make fun. You know? Oh, can so, we talk, talk, yeah. I just want to talk about the party, then we can, we can move on. But that grandpa. party is ridiculous, dude. It's like normal people, and this lady just starts going up and and gets completely naked, yeah. more frontal, like yeah. bushes, everything. everything. Yeah, yeah. It, it's insane, and like all these people are just watching her and laughing, like it's a normal thing you like see what, at a regular party. Once again, is that what the eighties were really like? And then like some dude, no, like fucking like um improv outside, like yeah. stand up comedy. There's no way that happened, especially where, like like there was like old ladies there. There was like. You know, just normal mother. And they're looking there watching. They're like, all watching and laughing. And the, the, the music, it's like one of them still playing, but the rest are just watching the woman. Yeah. Like, so they're faking. Like, playing is one of them. It's ridiculous, dude. But I don't know, man. And the movie, uh, I'm going to say what I thought of it real quick. I thought it was fun, man. I had a good time with it. I recognize it's a bad movie. I do. I'm not going to you know beat around the bush. But I really like some of the premises in it. And I really like the, the you know, like I've already said, the mask. And I just feel like... The story, yeah, everything could be approved, but I think the cheesiness was what led to me actually enjoying it. I think it was too serious. I probably wouldn't like it, you know? Yeah, if it took itself too seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that there's just this thing to it that I enjoyed. Um, But I do understand. I recognize it is not (laughs) a well-made movie. It's poorly acted, but it's, to me, fun, man. Yeah, if they redid it, I would like to see a serious version of it. And have it be super dark. And I think mm-hmm. it would be like a really good horror movie. Yeah, there was a lot of daytime deaths. I did notice yeah. that. Yeah, a lot of light. Yeah. Again, they probably could, I don't know, they were like, ah, we don't have the good camera quality to do this at night. Could we're be. just going to have to do it. We're going to have to do this during the day. Okay. They didn't worry. I really don't think there's a lot of thought into this. I don't think it was, they were too worried about that. No, that wasn't I think the that's point part of it. See, to me, that's part of the charm. Yeah. You know, like, of course, I, I think it's part of the people, charm. That's why we're it's, talking about it. Yeah. It's kind of nice. You don't see a ton of daytime deaths. Like you said, it's probably for a reason, probably budgetary yeah. or lighting. Yeah. Or... You mean nighttime deaths? I'm sorry, nighttime yeah, deaths. Yeah. And, and so the, you don't see a lot of a lot of daytime And you bet, I bet you those, like, nighttime scenes, they probably lit the set with, like, car headlights. Yeah, they had a, like a bunch of cars just pointing at them. I guarantee that, you it. That was one thing I couldn't find the budget, which bummed me out because like, oh, it you know, can't be much. It couldn't be much. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, High Pike was probably uh, he probably got paid about two hundred bucks at a thirty pack of uh, <laughs> Budweiser or whatever. Or co- cocaine. Yeah, something like that. Oh yeah, he did look like it. Oh, and real quick, his wig ruled. Oh, <laughs> the beginning when he was playing young, young High Pike. Would oh, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you think of the uh, movie? You're the only one who didn't say anything. Um. Like I said, this is probably the fourth time I've seen it. And I don't think it gets better every time I watch it, but I think I like appreciate it a little bit more. 
There's certain things that, like, because it's pretty gory for, like, uh, 80s, like, late 80s kind of beat. Yeah, to an extent, for sure. Yeah. Sometimes it'll leave, like, you know, even, I mean, but then you have, like, sleepaway camp. I don't know. Honestly, overall, I, I do enjoy it. But, like you said, Marco, for the pure cheesiness version. Absolutely, yeah. Um, if you take it too seriously, you're going to fucking yeah. hate it. But, like, the, the, the dialogue's terrible, but, like, there's, like, certain parts that are good. And that last 15 minutes just brings it all together. And you're like, oh, fuck, there's a little bit of that weird twist ending. And the music scene. And the music scene. <laughs> and it's just, uh, it just cracks me up. The first time I saw it, when I saw, like, Tommy as, like, a 45-year-old, like, dark-haired man. Max Dad. Max Dad. Damn, I'm still amazed by that little fact. That's so, a... You just made my nice. Yeah, that's it. Next well, I, I think we uh, we should end this one, and um, we'll do something else later. We can. Uh, I apologize. You can hear my son in the background. That's my parent life now. So my son's gonna be two, and uh, yeah, it's just gonna get louder. So I think we should just <laughs> embrace it. Wrap this one up. Yeah. Yep. And uh, again, apologies for that. But uh, hey, that's parent life. For those of you out there, you know you got kids. It's pretty impossible. So um, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. I'll uh, we'll upload this and uh, yeah, check out the link at least for the the DC Lacroix the music video and um, you know check out the movie if you have time to waste and you um, don't ever want to get an hour and a half of your life back. <laughs> we highly recommend, uh, or I shouldn't say highly recommend. Just check it out. It's it's a decent cheesy ass eighties uh, yep. horror movie. If you ain't a serious person, <laughs> if you're not <laughs> if serious. serious about if you're it, just you're looking gonna, for gonna, a movie, yeah. you know, just to, just check it off your list mm-hmm. as, you, that, as you've seen it. With there's potential in it, then this is for you. So uh, yeah, this is Kev. Jag Mundra. I mean Marco. I love that name. I'm gonna change my name to Jag Mundra. <laughs> and that would be Doug. Thank you guys for listening. We will see ya.